0: is the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Trying to give Bama the win. 33 yards, snap, spot, kick, all up, and
1: good! Will Reichert boots it through with 10 seconds to go, and Bama
0: leads it 20-19. to 19. 48-yard attempt from the left hash. Chote the snap, Constantino puts it down, and Davis with a kick. Never got there never got there. It's been that kind of a day for the Aggies. Long count for Buckner against the four-man front. Marshall on the blitz. Buckner gets rid of it to the left sideline and it is intercepted by Gilmore. 30-25-20 right sideline. Steven Gilmore. Gilmore into the south end zone at Notre Dame Stadium and Marshall leads it 25-15. to And it's over. Three zeros on the clock. The Kentucky
1: Wildcats have come into the swamp and done it again.
0: Hands it off to Richardson. It's a flea
1: flicker. Back to Sanders. Does it deep down the far side. Man wide open. It's caught to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. Pistols firing. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. Bryson Green on the flea flicker.
2: Snap is clean, kick on its way, end over end, and it is no good, he missed it
1: left, and the Giants have won for the first time in 2016, the Giants have won a season opener. Cade York trying to win the game for the Browns, 13 seconds remaining, he lines it up for Horkes. With his knee on the ground at the 48. Fueling over the ball. Snap back. He's into it. Line drive. End over end. The kick is up and it is. And good you, it is gone. Can York had the field goal from 58 yards out with eight seconds left to go in the ball game? Good snap down. Kick is on its way. That kick is long enough. High enough, and it is good! good. The kick
0: is Yay! good. The Steelers survive in Cincinnati. How it happened, it'll take you an hour, me an hour, to tell you. Get zoops. Woo!
1: All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, September 12th, what a weekend. t in the morning show time. Toby and TJ with you, A1 and Turkey Bacon. It's a mental Monday. It is OU Nebraska week. Sooners win on Saturday. We'll talk about it. 33-3 to 3 over Kent State. And now, just like we used to do every other year, Oklahoma headed to memorial stadium in lincoln nebraska for the battle of the big reds on saturday morning and my oh my do we have some interesting storylines going into this one as uh, scott frost fired yesterday as head coach of the huskers they will have an interim head coach as the sooners roll into town wild tj good morning how are you today Ooh, let me adjust that. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Good, 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 good. That's good. How was your weekend, Teach? Uh, it was good. It was good. Busy and good and fine and wonderful and all of the above. All the yeah, above. How about That's that? That's great. Wow. How about that? A wonderful, good, busy, all of the above. It's fantastic. What'd you do? um
2: i worked friday night i worked all day saturday i went to the game and then i had a lot of stuff to do on sunday so i can't say that outside of the game and report much fun that had happened but it was a good weekend
1: worked around the house yesterday or worked at the station yesterday
2: uh both and worked at the station worked at the uh house worked uh ran some errands so a little bit of everything yeah
1: okay all right
2: so it was bu- it was busy but good like nothing bad about it you know
1: right yeah right.
2: Did you have a good time Saturday? Uh yeah yeah it was uh it was one of the the, the weather wise that was one of those weird things because oh, I'm dripping man. and pouring sweat <laughs> Saturday morning and then uh, hot all day and then uh, getting that stadium and it's like woo, there it comes there it comes <laughs> so that
1: was uh, that was nice. It happened during a timeout. And, like, uh, uh, you actually felt the cold front arrive. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It just swept across the stadium at once. And you're like, whoop, there it is. (laughs) Just right across the stadium. That's And then the rest of the night was just glorious. Glorious. It was.
2: It was was a very nice evening. It was.
1: It was almost like um, OU was waiting to get going. Until it cooled off, and they didn't want to really score until they could do the lights. You know, like, let's don't score while it it's get still dark light enough outside. out. Yeah, let's hang on till second half, and then we'll get it going. Well, a that bit. was the case. They need to stop that. Okay. I think it's well planned. I mean, <laughs> that was well planned. No, it was not. They need to stop that. Well planned. Uh, it's a, this is a family, teach. And I think Brent was working in conjunction with uh, is that what the was? athletic department. Is that what it was? Well, if that was planned and
2: orchestrated, they much much uh, much better than I was thinking. Of that's the first how good half. he is. He
1: can score when he wants, not <laughs> right. when he, you know depending on when the game kicks off, all that kind of stuff. Where's the sun? <laughs> Where's the moon? Unbelievable. That's how good OU is this year. So, uh, that's good. That was a uh, an adorable picture of you and your son at the game. Can't believe how how big Bronx is, um, but that was pretty cute. Pretty cute. That was a beautiful night. A, a crowd was great. Mm-hmm. Atmosphere was great. We'll talk about the lights, I'm sure, coming up. But the, I was expecting that to be fun, and it was better than I thought. I would, than I expected it to be for a game that was three nothing. OU trailed with a minute ten to go in the first half. Right. Everybody went home with smiles on their faces for the most part. Like, hey, that was a lot of fun tonight. Which, at one point, you would not have guessed that would have been the case.
2: No, and then the game became secondary for Bronx. Like, um, for the first time ever, I think. Eh, I'm trying to think here. Like, he, his mom has always been his hero. And uh, that's how it should be. And... Saturday after the game, Mom became the baddest woman on the planet. Oh, no. And, man, you talk about a kid that was so proud. <laughs> um, Did well, we were beat in the, somebody up? Didn't, no, no, no. We were in Did the Ref Mobile. Did someone? No, we were in no. the Ref Mobile, and it was parked in the Hertz Donuts parking lot throughout the game and then after the game. We were waiting to the crowd to clear out a little bit to uh, let us move the barricade and, and so we could get the vehicle out. And so Bronx and I went and had some baked bear. We were hanging out, and we were sitting in the uh, vehicle, and I text her. I said, you think we can get out yet? And she goes, I don't know. Let me, let me check. Let me look around. And she comes over to the parking lot to us. She's on her bike working. And so she pulls up. We're, I'm sitting in the tr- uh, the car facing towards the stadium. So she pulls up on my passenger side facing away from the stadium, and she said, let's give it a couple of minutes here, and I'll be able to go and move and, and let you out. And I said, okay. And while we're sitting there, she's like, okay, I think we're good, and she's about to take off on her bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking directly in front of me at a line to get into the bar, and uh, shots start being thrown, you know, when fists, fists start no, being flying. Oh, it was a fight. Fight breaks out. Okay. And I said, uh, fight behind you. <laughs> and it was four big dudes i'm talking all over six foot one of them pushing probably i don't know 250 pounds big dudes and she calls for backup and goes running in there and boom bust it all up and she shoving yeah. dudes back and bronx is like whoa whoa that dude got hit in the face like he's can't, and then here goes mom and she's right in the middle of it and like, uh, she, uh, he just thought she was the baddest woman on the planet. She broke it up alone, awesome. pushed two dudes away, like, get back, get back, get back. This one dude thought he still wanted some, and his friend came over and saved him. And then she's mm-hmm. like, okay, you guys ready to go? I'll come let you out. And Bronx is like, what
1: just happened?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's her life, man. That's what she does. Let's
1: that's what talk she does. About how cool my mom is for a second.
2: <laughs> oh, he did all the way home. And I said... What would you have done if something like, you know, one of those guys would have hit your mom? And he goes, I would have grabbed a golf club and went and bust him over the head. I said, where are you going to get a golf club from? He goes, mm, that's a good point. I don't have a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was so proud, though. So, I, I think the game went secondary on the night for him. It was like, man, my mom is bad, and I knew it, but man. <laughs> uh, and you fools, way- quit fighting on campus corner, you idiots. What did that solve? you are all standing in line to get into a bar and then start throwing punches. Morons.
1: You have high hopes of uh, that being an effective plea? On no, the no, there not, at all. not at all. There will be more next home
2: game. There will be more next home game. I don't like your chances. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, no that Uh, was awesome the whole night was awesome the cold front coming in although it's too cold out there now this morning i'm ready for the hot weather to come back can't take (laughs) can't take these summer
1: cold winds (laughs) and chills in the morning as i'm coming into work um the only part of your story i didn't like is there i see nothing wrong with the 250 pound man i think that's a person in very good shape. So that part of your story I found offensive.
2: <laughs> I just made a comparison but other than to that, my wife.
1: They were big dudes. They were all, other well, than that, you know, I thought it was a great one story. One dude in
2: his cowboy boots thought he wanted, you know, a little piece uh, for a second. And then uh, that guy popped him in the face and he didn't want any of it. So,
1: <laughs> your, your son got to see mom go into superhero mode. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, and uh, I got to tell you, man, I know Bama won the game, but. I'm giving you credit, man. The Texas. Thank pick. you, thank you. We've been making fun of the Texas pick for months, and that was close enough. If te- if Texas didn't blow it, they would have won it. I mean, and they might have got a really bad call in there too. We can talk about that coming up in a in a second. But uh, I was not rooting for Texas, but I was kind of rooting for you to uh, receive vindication for all the grief you've received. You from don't me know how others. many
2: people came up to me and said, oh, Toby's going to really regret playing that clip the last six months. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> Texas
1: beats Alabama. That was pretty brilliant. It was brilliant. If Texas didn't go beat Texas, they would have beaten Alabama on Saturday. <laughs> what a game that was. Backup <laughs> quarterback and all. Yeah, yeah. So we got that to talk about we got to uh, talk about the OU game, obviously. The rest of the Big 12, crazy day in the Big 12. We uh, Upsets around college football. Week one of the NFL seemed like every game came down to a kick, except the Dallas game. Now Dak Prescott's hurt again. Uh, we will discuss. We've got OU Nebraska to get ready for. We will revisit how our picks did on Friday. King of the Mountain is underway. All kinds of stuff to do on a Monday morning. You can call the show, 405 329 if you'd like to jump in. Or our preferred method of communication here, you can text us, Air Comfort Solutions, text line, 405-651-3439. All right, we'll take an opening time out and get after it next. It's a mental Monday on The Ref. Back after this.
0: The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boys, zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, Exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle Exit 108.
2: Toby and TJ with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, the Health Black, specialized professionals helping you all through south-central Oklahoma with your health care needs. Norman Regional Health System. I did learn uh, this weekend, you know, back, you remember in high school, like, if your friend had a cool car, it was like a chick magnet. Say, uh, that dude drives sure, a chick yeah. magnet. I okay, found yeah. out the opposite this weekend, that's for sure. Huh? As uh, I was very attractive to, like, 35 to 45-year-old males as I was driving the Refmobile through town. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that was a little bit weird. <laughs> as you're, like, getting honks and waves, like, ha ha, hey, hey, hi, hey, I love you! Love you! Well, that's good, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This one guy really wanted me to roll down my window yesterday. I was coming back from the station yesterday, and he was like, ah, ah, ah. I look over at him. I like kind of nod wave. And he's like,
0: roll down your window. Roll it down.
2: I'm like, oh, this guy's either mad or he loves me because of the vehicle I'm driving. He's like, hey, hey, love your show, man. Listen all the time. I'm always in the vehicle. All right, thanks, man. (laughs) It's like this is what it was like to have a chick magnet back in the day, a fancy car back in the day in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so just, all just these a little middle opposite. aged men that are excited to see me. That's right. Just one text here so far on the Air Comforts text line. You're going to love this one. Came in uh, yesterday afternoon. Could you please tell me if the Huddle Show will be on this year? I've missed it. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, it is on uh, ESPN Plus. Yes. <laughs> I feel like some of those now are just kidding. I don't know. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Um,
2: and if you're talking radio, then, yes, it's still on radio. Oh, yeah, we yeah. have had some interference with it with some, you know, crosstown clash and things like that. But, yes, um, we will have it as well here on 1400 AM. Tonight,
1: Rudy's shows are tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock huddle, 8 o'clock Brent Venable. Oh, show. huddle,
2: yes. I'm thinking Coach's Corner. Yeah, so huddle, yeah, no, huddle we've had every week here on the radio, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: You can watch watch it live every week on ESPN Plus. You can listen to it live on uh, many of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state, including uh, this one, 1400 AM in Norman. Um, so yeah, at the Big Rudy shows uh, tonight. By the way, you didn't happen to hear any of our post game on Saturday, did you? You were down. Did with not. Campus no, corner, no. Yeah. Fighting, I did I not. Yeah. <laughs> did not hear any of the post game. I apologize. <laughs> You probably have heard this story. I, I don't think I have. I don't remember it anyway. But we were talking about Gabe is going to be back with us next week. Mm-hmm. And he was gone this week. And we were make, uh, laughing, kidding about the fact that he was suspended this week, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, not really. He wasn't really suspended. He, he went to a wedding. He was a groomsman at a wedding. And I was like, uh, Ted, you ever been invited to a – a wedding during football season. What, Like what would be your reaction if somebody asked you to be in their wedding during football season? And he said, huh, I don't know if I've told you this story. He's like, but uh, when I was a junior in high school, my sister got married in Florida uh, during football season on a Saturday. And uh, it would have required me to miss my football game. And uh, that, uh, my parents were there and they bought me a ticket, and I just didn't get on the plane. <laughs> no, I had never heard that story. I thought you were going to go
2: into the OU Texas uh, girlfriend breakup story. I've not had, yeah. heard that one, though. He missed <laughs> his older sister. sister's wedding. And I, it wasn't even a senior year, it was a junior year, you say?
1: Junior year of high school. <laughs> oh,
2: Teddy. Gosh. Man. He just
1: didn't get on the plane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and missed his own sister's wedding so he could be in his football game. He said, uh, it was a little rough with my parents for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Rough parents? What about the sister? (laughs) oh my gosh that's the most teddy thing ever isn't it
2: it is uh the texas story i love too when he said that his girlfriend kept calling him <laughs> yeah. on ou texas weekend on the night before the game and he finally answers and he says don't ever contact me in any way again
1: <laughs> i want to know if like the parents went to the airport to pick him up and he just didn't show or like, how did the notification? So, was he flying
2: separate from the parents, I guess?
1: Yeah, I guess they were already there because, you know, getting uh, ready get for the wedding and everything. And stuff and he, like- was just, <laughs> he was just going to fly by himself for the wedding and come back and just And decided, you're talking nah. pre-cell phone and stuff,
2: so they're probably panicked. Their kid doesn't get off the plane.
1: <laughs> Dad knows right
2: away. He didn't come. He's got a football game, dear. I told you.
1: Yeah. The, people, don't put people in that position, all right? I know... I know that we are weird about this football thing, and maybe irrationally so. But if you plan a Saturday, a, f- a wedding on a Saturday during football season, you are only asking for a fight. Somebody's going to be mad. Somebody's feelings are going to It's not going to go smoothly. Should it be that way? No. We should not be this irrationally attached to a sport. <laughs> but it's the fact, Okay. So have the wedding, you know, before or after or find the bye week or whatever the case may be. Or do it on a Wednesday, you know, get married on a Wednesday, whatever you got to do. But uh, Gabe was a groomsman. Guys, Gabe's a groomsman in every wedding. You know that, Teach. I, it's, it's unbelievable how many weddings this guy's in. And uh, so he missed the game on Saturday.
2: Yeah, I speak from experience. Toby's right. Friends, uh, yeah. Friends to this day still make comments to me, so...
1: Hey, you did it. I did. I. I, I but it wasn't did. your call, obviously. Your wife you decided. Kind of leave it when up you're to the wife, married. right? Yeah. She wanted a fall wedding, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It it was the first of many instances in which Katie decided this is how it's going to go down. No, there's no doubt who wears <laughs> the pants in the family. I do not argue this. I do not argue. Honey, this. some some people may get mad at us. if I don't care. Uh, all right. Yes. So anyway, that was a funny story. He just he missed his own sister's wedding. That is unbelievable.
2: I mean, mm. I understand senior year, you're making a, a run towards a you know scholarship or whatever. I mean, you do start that in junior year too. I get that in recruiting world and how it works. But come on, <laughs> come on, Teddy. It's your sister's wedding, man. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, the lights were cool, dude the uh, Bronx like him.
2: Yeah he, yeah, he he loved them, and uh, I liked them too. The first time it happened, it almost is like they didn't know what to do with them, and I'm like, well, that wasn't very cool. And then they got with it, and it was like, man, this is unbelievable. It was it was so cool when those things would just drop instantly out, and then you'd start seeing the ribbon going around and the things that they were doing with the cell phones, and it was just an awesome environment. It It made it really cool.
1: I don't know that the game was any better than the opener. It was closer for longer. Uh-huh, I mean, so right. in that regard, there was more drama in it for a while. But it was way more fun this week. And, like, I think it was it was the temperature. It was the lights. It was the way the game unfolded. I, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, you were in the crowd. I feel like they had their act together a little better as far as, like, music and everything on the scoreboard. It just felt like a big party Saturday night. Like, that was a lot of fun. It was. It it was a... For a Kent State game, that was a lot of fun. Well, that was what I was about to say. It
2: was as good of an environment as I've been to, like, even past couple of years for Big 12 games at times. So... It was it was great. The students almost as if they were like, "Oh yeah. yeah Say something yeah. about us from last week. What's Good. this?"
1: Good on them.
2: Yeah, Way they go, they, they showed out and they did awesome. So, it, the environment yeah, was unbelievable for what that game was and how it ended up playing out. So, it was
1: the striped stuff or however we decorate the stadium always blows me away mm-hmm. like I I I was a little you know Going into this one, I was like, I haven't heard a lot of talk about this. I wonder if people know they're supposed to be doing this. You know, we've talked about it. They always do it. I mean, right. it just it looks so no, cool. No, it looked great. It looked great. And it looked great
2: early. Like, there's there's been years where it's been that game, and I'll get there and be like, I don't know if people got the message. And it's not looking good early. This game, it was, as soon as I walked in, mm-hmm. and we got there a little later than normal because of, the remote and breaking down and everything, and so once we walked in, it was already set. And I'm like, man, look at it! You can already, it's already filled in. It's already there. Like, man, they got the word out for sure. So it looked great right away. Uh, as soon as I walked up the uh, the tunnel, so now the whole night was too. the and whole night was awesome.
1: Everybody Chris talked to in the post game commented on how cool it was. All the players and everything. So that and that you know that's cool. And there was a lot of recruits there, big time recruits. So. I think it really played well with uh, the, the the younger crowd, too. Mm-hmm. Um, super dupe. Super cool. Dope is the word, TJ, I would say. Dope.
2: you uh, I don't know, week one, were you back in that normal spot? You were back in your normal spot, too, for your scene setter, uh, Saturday night, which was awesome because we didn't
1: miss Not it. Not quite, but closer. Yeah, closer, closer. Yeah. They used to play it right before kickoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they've moved it closer to kickoff this week, which excellent nice. decision on their part.
2: Huh. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a good night. A good night all around. Uh broadcast went good. Team won the game. We gotta figure it, hey, we gotta talk it out. We, got, we gotta talk it out here. We figure out whether we should be worried or not. But mm-hmm. impressive third quarter and uh the cold front sweeping through and the lights and everything. It was a good night. Now we just gotta get Fox and ESPN and everybody to give us some more night games, at home. That's well, the got- thing. that's the thing. Is that our last one of the year? <laughs> you got to ask that question.
2: There's only four left. I know. That's what I'm saying. There's not many left, and you know, uh, a couple of them are pretty prime, uh, big, noon kickoff type uh, games with Baylor and OSU, probably. So maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll we we'll see how the
1: season plays out. But that yeah, was a great atmosphere. Kudos. To the uh, marketing people and to whoever made the decision to buy the lights, it's going to be even better when we get the new press box up and you can put them put them across the press box and all that kind of stuff. Make them red, everything. So
2: because I'll I'll admit, you know, going into this, I was like, "It's just lights. What's the big deal?" Yeah, I was I was trying to figure it out, and uh, sure enough, it blew me away. I was like, "Man, this is, you, it this is
1: crazy cool. I saw uh, like when I got home. I saw a bunch of people bragging about it on Twitter, and then there were some people who were watching on TV that said, it looks stupid on TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I have seen, I, Alabama's got these, a, a few other places, maybe Georgia. And on TV, I'm just like, that looks, it it doesn't, like, I don't say, oh, wow, that's cool. It just like, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Unless you're in it, I think. It just doesn't play as well on television as if you're in the venue. When you're in the venue, it's no 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 pun intended electric. Like it's really really neat.
2: It is, and, and I even was trying to film it at one point because I was like, man, I got to post this because it's you can't incredible. Do it. And I was like filming, and everybody had their phones, and then I watched the video back, and it looked like just a lit stadium, like you couldn't tell. And I was like, right. no, that didn't, that's not even cool. Did, so did they yeah. tell
1: everybody to turn their flashlights on, or did that just organically happen?
2: Well, I think they did because Bronx turned to me and said, hey hey hey, get out your phone, and get out your phone. He goes, they said, just get out your phone. And I, So I missed it when he said it, but Bronx said that they said okay. to do it. So, yeah. That was neat.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. That was very, very – it looked like a concert. Yeah, it was very cool.
0: I will take a break. Back after this Monday morning. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405
1: 735 I got to – Somebody, I, I got to tell you, so I'm mad at myself about something, Teach, and I'm mad at somebody else about something. Which do you want first?
2: Um, I want to know why you're mad at yourself first, and then we can say who's mad at, or who's mad at you.
1: So, there's a guy who used to coach here named uh, Bob Stoops, mm-hmm. and then there is a guy who also has a suite on the same floor as us in the radio booth named Bob Stoops. Right, right, amazing. Two completely different <laughs> men and <laughs> two completely different same men. name two different guys right and uh saturday i am uh, going from my booth down the hallway uh going to the restroom or or maybe the visiting booth or something i don't know i'm going down the hallway and i see bob in the hallway hey top hey coach hey uh yeah you want well, you to come on and be on the radio with you tonight <laughs> i was like yes <laughs> of course <laughs> Of course, yeah. Whenever you want, Coach, come in. We'd love to have you on. So, sure enough, third quarter, Bob comes in the booth and sits down, put on the headset, hangs out with us. We call, you know, we talk during a series. We keep it during a commercial break. We talk, we talk to begin another series. He's on the air with us for I don't know, fifteen minutes or something like that. It was great. It's great. Uh, It was uh, when remember when OU had the ball. They drove down to like the four or five yard line, and they were going to go for it on fourth and short. And they got a false start. Oh, yes. Uh huh. And they ended up kicking the field goal instead. Right. right. And <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, Anton Harrison. Uh, he's not gonna want to face Bill Pitonbo after this, and Bob was like, "Oh, I'm sure Bill won't yell at him." <laughs> and it was, uh, <laughs> well, it was great.
2: He wanted no part of my son at that point, so he, he, Bronx was yelling at oh, him. Oh, uh, he was counting points. Uh, I've got a gambling addict on my hand. He knew he no, wasn't covering no. the spread, and uh, he needed that touchdown, not the field goal. He needed those four points.
1: <laughs> You're in trouble. I'm in major trouble. <laughs> it ended up being the difference in uh, covering that spread yes, or not. Yes, so so. Anyway, Bob was funny. He was great. We had him on. I felt like that was long enough. We kept him long enough. I was like, Coach, thanks for stopping by. I know your family's here, your friends. We appreciate it. So he gets up and uh, goes back down the hall to his booth. And like three or four plays later, Drake has the touchdown unbelievable touchdown oh yeah drake. the stretch yeah uh-huh i was like oh it, that would have been so cool if bob had been on the air with us when that happened not just to hear his reaction but we have that little camera in the booth you know we would have oh that's to right see yes yes reacting to drake having this incredible touchdown and oh, i'm still kicking myself over that but you know how are you going to know? How'd you're right. You, how it, would you know?
2: You're right. It's two different people. Um, I don't know what happened to the individual, but uh, that was like I was on my way up here Friday night. I was heading to the station, and I hear I had uh, just got in the car, and I hear Tyler say, How about that? Bob Stoops just sits down with us for 40 minutes. At his yeah. own golf tournament. And I'm like, 40 minutes. So he I asked kept him,
1: asking to stay for more segments. <laughs> I know.
2: And I, I, so I asked him, I was like, did he really stay that long? He goes, yeah. He was just wanting to sit around and stay on the radio. I was like, this is unbelievable. I don't know who this guy is.
1: I don't know if I told you this or not, but he came on with, uh, well, I, I better not say that. I, I'll, I'll let, I don't need to say that. Um, He's great. I, 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 it's it's impossible to believe that's the same guy that used to be so surly with the media and, you know, kind of difficult. And and now he's just uh, wonderful. But, man, I wish I hadn't let him go. Now, um, I'll tell you who I'm mad at is your, your uh, cousin there, Drake Dyken. Whatever it, Brother-in-law,
2: whatever it is. Brother in law, whatever it is you guys are. Uh neither one. None of the above. You're related Just somehow. A pain I in never the can't we we used to be. We used to yeah. be. No longer.
1: <laughs> For those who don't know, well, nobody would know. There was there was big time ref radio rumble drama on Friday that played out off the air. When you know, Drake had had complained during our show that he was not a part of the Ref Royal Rumble, and so after the show, Tej, I sent out a message to the uh, members of the Ref Radio Royal Rumble, which there are nine this year. Mm-hmm. The eight hosts, well, nine hosts. Travis Davidson is added this year as as the ninth host, and I said uh, oversight on my part. Drake we're adding Drake to the um Rumble. And I think it would be nice since he missed week week 1 if we gave him double picks this week. He gets two locks, he gets two upsets. Well, immediately the opinion started flying in Teach. Uh <laughs> Parker said yes, TJ said no. You quickly said no, that's not right. Uh Chris Plank was surprisingly somewhat hostile about it. He did not want that to happen. Uh I can't remember how all the votes came down. I think Travis said yes. Teddy said it, yes but no extra pick. He just missed yeah, out. Yes, Teddy on was way. like I'm fine with him being in the yeah. league but I don't want him getting extra picks. Anyway, it ended up coming down to it was a 4-4 tie. And Mike Steely was going to have the ninth and decisive vote. We had people <laughs> threatening to leave the league over this. We've got uh, Teddy's saying, "If you're so feel so bad about him, why don't you give him your points from last week?" You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, I think you would agree. It's the most controversial moment in the brief two year history of the Ref Royal Rumble, without a doubt. To the point that
2: Drake was like, "Hey, is Plank being serious or is he playing around?" I go, "I don't know. I don't think he likes you."
1: <laughs> Plank said, "If if Drake is in, I'm leaving the league." Um, but we weren't voting on whether Drake was in. Drake was in. We were voting on whether Drake gets double picks or not. And Mike Steely finally, I don't know where he was, but it took a while, but finally he voted yes. 5-4, the resolution passed. Drake gets double picks this week since he missed week one. And sure enough, Drake sends in some sort of a little, uh, um, you know, I don't know, what are those things called? GIF. And then a few minutes later, he makes a pick. And that's it. Mm -hmm. He makes one pick. Uh, And I was like, I'm not telling him. After all this, I'm not reminding him to make another pick. Like, he's going to have to do this on his own. I will give him a little bit of time here. But if he is not aware of the drama that just unfolded and all the controversy and didn't read the text messages close enough to know that he has just through all of this earned second pick i'm not reminding him of this sure so i finally i sent out kind of another is everybody done kind of a thing and drake said yes and i was like after all of that drake after all of that you only made one pick I saw him in the booth on Saturday. He was like, Well, I didn't know I got a second pick. And I was like, I don't think you should be in the league if you're not going to read the text messages any closer than that. Friendships have been tarnished maybe forever over this vote to give you double picks or not. And you didn't make a double pick after all of that. And he, uh, he ended up getting a zero this week. I was going to say it way. didn't matter anyway.
2: His picks stink. So, welcome to the league.
1: Oh but man that was that was quite the couple of hours in the Ref Royal Rumble text group.
2: Yeah, there were some uh there were some uh people a little angry, a little more than I thought and coming from like you said some people I wasn't expecting it from. So Teddy I obviously goes, you knew I was you knew I was sending in a denied. So I mean that was Of course
1: you were. Right. Teddy uh in the booth Saturday Teddy goes, "Hey Tom, so I'm adding my neighbor to the league since we're just adding anybody <laughs> now." Drake goes, yeah, I'm just anybody, Teddy. It was, you know, he's needling him. Uh, but, any, yeah, Drake's really got some people feel some sort of way about him up there at the station, it sounds like. <laughs> Either that he or they're just being funny. I don't know. I'm buttons. never there. I'm never there. I don't know. Uh, so Drake is in the league. It's now a 10-person league. And coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, we will update you on TJ's gut, three predictions, ref Royal Rumble picks from this week. Uh, Steely's uncle, all that kind of stuff from how we did on Friday. Uh, We need a break right now, though. It is uh, 647 on a Monday.
0: Ref, the home of Sooner fans, it's the T-Row in the morning show. The word is spreading, and the Ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Big thanks to Norman Regional
2: Hospital. They bring you this hour of the T Row in the Morning Show. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Eric from Illinois has chimed in. He says, first time I've ever seen Alabama look completely frustrated and unprepared. Players had their eye on the Heisman and weren't prepared. Clearly got got in their head, and they weren't making an impact." Also, I give Nebraska credit. They knew just what they were. They knew they were going to fire Frost. Had all the reason in the world to just hang on until October and save seven million, but just paid him in a weird kind of take care of Scott Frost on his way out. Uh, love the show, Eric from Illinois. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Alabama looked um, extremely vulnerable, very undisciplined. Uh, what was it, it? Ended up fourteen penalties, fifteen penalties. I think fifteen. I think fourteen. Something like that. Uh, You can't help but wonder, TJ, uh, would Alabama still be Alabama if they had to play every week in the Big 12 Conference?
2: (laughs) Uh, Someone else said that to me on something like that uh, on Saturday. I mean, Uh, Kansas
1: State just throttled Missouri. Right. Alabama made Texas look like world beaters. I don't know. I don't know. We going to a better conference or not here, TJ? Jeez.
2: (laughs) You know what I got to watch of that game? It was just a weird game. And then I kept going back and forth from the tent and, you know, talking to people and handing out koozies and doing the things I was doing and watching that game. And then it was uh I kept waiting for Alabama to just explode and put like three quick scores on them and then kind of comfortably win that game. And they just like you said, they just kept shooting they could in the not foot. Yeah.
1: get separation in the secondary. No. The Texas secondary was all over their guys. And Texas more than held their own at the line of scrimmage, which was the shocking thing because their offensive line a year ago was poor and their entire defense was bad. And they look great. I mean, you got to give Texas credit. They played great no matter what quarterback was in there. They made two or three mistakes you can't make if you're going to beat Alabama and it cost them the game. And I also personally think and you guys know me I never root for Texas ever. Although Bob Stoops did say Saturday night on the air he found himself rooting for Texas. When he said, said it, a groan went over the crowd
2: and he and uh <laughs> Kurt was sitting next to me at the game and he said Bob just Bob just said Texas. Oh. oh. Bob <laughs> said just that. said he was rooting for
1: Texas. I said like, coach you can't so say mad. that. He was so you mad. You can't say that. <laughs> But I was not rooting for Texas, but I think they got robbed on the uh, play in the end zone. I think his, I think Bryce Young was down. I think his, his shin and his leg were down before he flipped over the guy, and that should have been a safety. And when the difference in the game is one point, that's a big that's, deal. That's a big but deal, yeah. They dropped a touchdown in the end zone. They completely yacked a chip shot field goal before halftime. Uh, and they made a couple other huge mistakes you can't make. And still only lost by one. So, listen, we said it all week last week, Teach. When the entire college football world tells you one thing's going to happen, go the other. And that's what happened in this game. There's no doubt that's
2: what happened with a lot of the weekend, to be honest, but especially with that game. Um, Nobody thought Texas would stay within four touchdowns of Alabama, and it was just going to be a laugher and – uh, credit them because they they played them tough and really, like you said, probably should have won that game. The um, Quinn
1: Ewers guy that we've been making fun of—he was really good until
2: he got hurt. Until he got hurt, that was a Sam Bradford-esque dirty fall to player. The now he drove him, but I don't think it was dirty. Should it have been a penalty? Penalty? Not in my opinion. No. No, I think you just drove the guy hard to the ground. Like it's just football. It's just a tackle. Right. So, I think you disagree. I think I heard you say, well, that you thought you, it I should mean, have been. I mean, on a
1: quarterback, there's a rule in that you can't drive a quarterback yeah, yeah, into the yeah. ground. So, I mean, we could sit here and argue whether we think it should be a penalty or not, but by the letter of the way by the letter of the rule now, I think it is. Yeah. I thought I thought it was a good call. I don't know that I agree with the rule but i think now we've seen that many many times where a guy comes in for a sack and instead of just hitting him and getting off he stays on and drives him into the ground and so yeah i don't think that
2: happened. rule pertains to texas quarterbacks i think that's pretty much legal <laughs> hit anytime
1: all right top of the hour we'll talk more about that game and the rest of a wild weekend in football coming up it's the T Row in the morning show